This episode of Disney Countdown is brought to you by Countdown Network. From Christmas to theater to Disney, parenting, and beyond, Countdown Network is your home for the top-ranked countdown podcasts in the world. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and dreamers of all ages, welcome to the Disney Countdown Show. Remain seated, please. Permanecer sentados, por favor. Hello, hello, Disney Countdown podcast fam. How are we doing on this lovely, lovely day? It is your host, the Dapper Danielle, and I am joined by the lovely and ever so magical uh, Miss Megan, the magical millennial. How are you? How are you doing today, Megan? I am great. How are you, Danielle? I need more caffeine. I will. I will be honest and completely transparent with that. I've only oh had God. a little bit of matcha, and I, I don't know. I think it's because I'm just dragging a little bit because our weather's been all over the place here in Florida, and I don't know. I'm one of those people that I am very sensitive to the weather changes. I've turned into that little old lady when you can feel a thunderstorm rolling in, and I'm like, oh, you know, I got the sensitivity headache. It's gonna start raining here around three. I, I'm turning into that lady, so it's so unfortunate. You have thunderstorm ESP over there in Florida. You can sense oh. it coming, and your then your body reacts to it. Oh gosh, um, it's a thing. It's a thing, Megan. It's That's only going to get level. worse as I get older. Also, oh, oh no, oh no, I know we're kind of we're experiencing some interesting weather over here as well. Not interesting. It's been stagnant and hot ever so, like for two weeks. So oh, it's just it's, it's been a little like draining. No, not at all. No. And actually today I even walked outside. I did my my morning workout at 7 a.m. and I could feel the humidity. It's probably like 20%. That that and that's, that's like a lot pushing for it. That's a lot for California and it I could is. feel that. I could feel the heaviness in the air. And so I am we're definitely feeling the heat over here too and it's a little bit draining, so I am also in need of some more caffeine today as well. Okay. It's still, well, well, you know. I can't do Beginning a mobile. I don't know how to do a mobile order for Starbucks for you over there, but we'll we'll That's figure okay. that out for the next episode. We'll, we'll, <laughs> we will figure that out. Yes, we'll mobile we'll order each other's coffees next episode. There you go. Yes, we'll make that a thing. All right, but yes, welcome to the show, everybody. Yeah, welcome. Uh, we are excited to go ahead and finish up this end of uh, our top one through five of our Walt Disney World attractions. Whoop, whoop. Uh, but yeah, Megan, tell them who we are in case they are maybe new to the show. Yes, welcome everyone. Thank you so much for listening, joining in. We are Disney Countdown Show. That's us on the socials at Disney Countdown Show on Instagram, TikTok, and threads, and at Pod Disney on Twitter or X as it is seen now. What, I'm sorry. Let me just let, let me just wait. Yeah, give me a second. I gotta I gotta say the X looks. Are they trying to be threads because it, it's black and white, right? Right. And I I Twitter for me was a bird. And I love that Twitter was a bird. I talked to my boyfriend about this and he's like, no, it looks cooler as X. I'm like, uh, it's Twitter. It's, about, it's, about. it's tweet, tweet. It's a little bird. You know I, I funny? don't get it. But yeah, go so, ahead. So story time. Story time <laughs> yeah. from back when Danielle was a Walt Disney World cast member and working at the Bippity Boppity Boutique, right? At, as a fairy godmother. Yes. And yes. so, of course, we were fairy godmothers in training. We didn't know about the Instagrams or the Facebook. So we would use different like terminology to go along with our storylining. So when mm -hmm. somebody talked about Facebook, we would be like, oh, is that the book of faces? And like we yeah. thought it was an actual book that Belle used. It just had pictures of everybody's faces on it. Or we would talk about Twitter as, oh, yes, you know, Snow White is very fluent with Twitter because she talks to the birds quite regularly. But now there's X. And it's like, OK, that doesn't go along with the storylining at all. And did you that see the help tea anyone. 
of what happened in San Francisco at the old Twitter building? No, I didn't. I missed so, that. What happened? So, like, well, this is not, this on your side. Well, I mean, San Francisco is further away from you, but uh, in yeah, San Francisco, it's like a whole state, but yeah, <laughs> where the Twitter um, headquarters is, there was they put up a giant glowing X sign. And it was such a nuisance for lighting and whatnot that all of the neighbors put a complaint in. And I think they investigated it. And something happened where the sign did not have the correct permits to even be oh. put up in the first place. So within less than Oof. a week, it's already been taken down. <laughs> it's so unfortunate. Is that just predestined of like you shouldn't have done it in the first place or what? <laughs> I think so. Well, maybe. Maybe. That could be a sign that this was maybe not the right marketing move. I'm not sure. But I, I don't understand the name change. I maybe get it with threads coming into the game now. But I I don't Man. know. Let us know what you think uh, in the comments or, you know, wherever you're listening. Leave us a yes. review because I am lost with this new change right. for Twitter slash X. <laughs> so, oh, yes. but anyways, continuing on the social media topic, we are also, I am Megan at the Magical Millennial on underscore, excuse me, the Magical Millennial underscore on Instagram, TikTok, threads, Facebook, and YouTube sometimes. <laughs> and then we have the Dapper Danielle. Danielle, tell yes. us your handles as well. You know, I love making that both of our handles. We we were we were very smart and able to secure the same thing for like all platforms. And I'm yes. very proud of us for that. So of course mine is the Dapper Danielle for Instagram, TikTok, threads, the YouTubes, whenever I decide to post on there as well. And uh the only thing I did not and then back to the whole Twitter thing is I could never secure the name because it was too long on the Twitters. Mm, so okay. then I just I was like, nah, forget it. If I can't secure it there, we're not doing it. But yeah. Yes. So wherever you are listening, Megan kind of just mentioned this a moment ago. Don't don't forget to go ahead, rate, review, all that other good stuff. Make sure to leave your comments uh, so that way we can see what's going on. Or if if you're listening to a platform where you can't leave a regular comment, go on to one of our more recent uh, posts, either on Instagram, on Facebook, or if you're part of our Patreon group, which our Patreon group has grown, Megan. I'm so excited. More of the Patreon fam. We got Stephanie, Christian, Danny. Oh, you know, I love (gasps) Danny. Yes, oh. Danny. Yep. Yes. And another and another Megan? Wait, we have and a Danny Megan. and a Megan? What? Oh my I gosh. Love this. We have named <laughs> twins. And I assume it's we well, twins. it could I could be wrong. It could be Danny or it could be Danielle. You never know. Um Yes. yes. But yes. Mm-hmm. I I love that though. That's so Welcome exciting. everyone. That is really exciting. Oh my gosh, yay. The family is growing. It is. And I know so Megan, awesome. you saw that uh some of our Patreon, the first is it the fifty? I believe it's the first 50 of our Patreon family. They are getting an exclusive show sticker right now, too. Yes. And yes. Uh, those stickers have slowly started to show up for some of our older Patreon fam peoples. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. I, I don't know if you saw the note, but it was by Brightwood, uh, Miss Liz, on the Instagrams. And she shared this great little photo of her getting her sticker in the mail. And it just oh. says, thanks, Disney Countdown Show, for literally making my Monday between the episode that saved my work day and coming home to this. I love that. Yay. Oh, that's oh, that is so awesome. Oh, my gosh. That makes my heart so happy. Oh. All right. Well, Danielle, it's been a few days since we chatted, and I know that we are locals to each of our respective parks over there. How have you been to the park recently, and what have your trips been like? Tell me about Um, it. They have been very much... 
wet and rainy and uh, very oh, much yay. thunderstormy. <laughs> but they've been great, though. I don't know. I feel like it just becomes something that you become accustomed to when you do live here locally. You know to always pack the collapsible umbrella inside your lounge fly. And the whole joke is that if you do bring it, then it won't rain. But then if you don't bring it, it will rain. So by me not bringing it, I don't know. Or, well... I've had both actually happen this week of I didn't bring it, I did bring it, and exactly what I said just happened. And yep. uh, besides that, though, we do uh, Food and Wine Festival has officially started here at Epcot, which it just gets earlier and earlier every single year. Um, so it's going on from now until November 14th. And wow. I, right, wow. and there was a lot of our my other influencer friends. They've already gone in. They've gone and tried like almost every single booth and whatnot. There are some booths that are not even open yet and will not open until like middle of August. And honestly, I didn't feel the need to go ahead and try everything right off the bat because it will be sticking around for so long. So yeah, I get that. I totally get that. And if you decide to go in and and do everything early, it's like you just kind of you don't space it out well. Do you know right. what I mean? Like you want to be able to enjoy the foods throughout the entire festival. So I totally mm-hmm. get that. That makes and sense. There, I love there it. There are some foods also that are very like either very de- uh, dairy heavy or very like cheese yeah. heavy and whatnot. And you might not mm-hmm. want to eat those in the heat of August. You might want to wait until closer to October, November, where you can really enjoy those more fall seasonal flavors. So there are some things I will definitely be holding off on trying for a couple months. That's so true. Yeah. In 95 degree heat with humidity, I think the last thing I want to have is like a grilled cheese or (laughs) something with like a, like a cheese fondue. I haven't, honestly, I'm so sorry. I haven't even seen the foods that are over there. I only know that there is a pickle milkshake that you have right now. Yes. That's been all over my feeds. So I would love to try that if I make it over there before November. You know, I, I'm not a pickle person. I've heard, if you are a pickle person, I heard it's very, like, dill heavy. And supposedly, if they love pickles and they love dill, they try it. And supposedly, people love it. I yeah. I hate pickles with a passion. Okay. Like, a burning okay. passion of, like, if I smell, like, my, sis, my sister loves pickles. I do not. She opens up a can of pickles and I smell it. I'm like, no, I have to walk away. And so... I don't know. It's very unfortunate, but it's great because that building, the Odyssey building right now is so busy. It is so popping right now. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's some other great options in there. There's the like different flavored wings that are over there too. They have like peanut butter and jelly wings that are pretty oh, good. Oh yeah. Okay. Pretty good. Okay. And then they have something called the frozen fusion, which I did try. And that is so refreshing for summertime and whatnot. It's like a frozen pomegranate tea lemonade slushy. Uh, or oh, not lemonade. Wow. It's just a pomegranate tea slushy. That's it. But it also has little, they call them, oh, what, are they, what are they called? They're called like orange ice cream molecules. So they're kind of like dipping dots that are mm-hmm. put in between the layers and they taste like a creamsicle. It is so, so good. So that, that if you amazing. try anything, don't try some of the other food options. Again, wait until like October, November, whatever. But perfect for the right. summertime is that frozen fusion drink over in the Odyssey building. It is really good. That sounds amazing, especially for Florida. I, oh, yeah. oh, I would love to try that. Dang. Now, I wish I wish our food and wine. Our food and wine only goes, I think, until like March to end of April, something like that. But again, that makes sense longer. because you guys, it's the locals. You guys go there multiple times within a span of one week and then you're done oh, trying true. everything out, you know? That's true. I know. I always forget about that. Yes, it's it's definitely more, you know, of a locals park. So mm-hmm. it makes sense. It is a maybe a month and a half event. 
And we have right. we do have multiple festivals throughout the year. We got Lunar New Year. We have uh, Festival of Holidays. So I just I wish there was. Ugh, I want that summer one. Oh, I know. And we we do kind of have Festival of the Holidays, but it it's literally only from November what twentieth till December thirty first. So it's a little bit shorter. And then we do not have yeah. a Lunar New Year one. However, we do have Festival of the Arts, which again is one of my personal oh, favorite festivals. I it love. is so good. Love Festival of the Arts and Flower and Garden. I I do love both. Oh, yes, been there for both. Yes, yes. Oh, now, so Megan, um, you got some explaining to do <laughs> because you met my online friend and I was not there for it, and I am slightly bitter. I know, I know, I know. So tell tell the people who you were hanging out with and how why I'm jealous. I okay so. I happened to be there at the park the same day as Mr. Santa Claus, Santa J. Claus on TikTok and Instagram. We love Santa. <laughs> oh, man. I've been following him since I think I downloaded TikTok. And he is just a bundle of joy yes. and just the merriest man as as Santa is. And it was so really, it was so amazing to meet him in person. And he is as positive and light and and joyful as he is on on the socials, so that was really really cool. I love and that. We and have you, a you did a cookie review time. with him. We did, yes, we did a cookie, a whole cookie review video, which is coming soon on Ooh. on the channel. Yes, we'll have it on uh, my feed, D- Disney Countdown Show feed. So that's going to be really really fun. And yeah, he was oh, he was such a jolly jolly man and i, I hope to, to see him again for the holidays i know he's coming back for the holidays at the disneyland resort so you know i just... might have to figure out when he's going to be there so i can line up my time of trying to get out there to california and i would do that just just to be like hey megan and santa i'm here to hang out it's great <laughs> i will give you the heads up i will let you know because i I'm, i want to chat with him i hope to see him for the holiday season so when i know the yeah. dates i'll be like danielle come on over for november santa's gonna be here yes <laughs> Yes. Okay. Yes. We, we will figure that out. My people, our people, we'll talk to the elf people and we'll get that all figured out. Yes. Yeah. Elf. Yes. My people talk to your people. Absolutely. Yes. yes. But, and he was so cute. We did a, a, a three cookie review. So we did like a chocolate chip. We got the sugar cookie and there's another one in there and I'm so excited for you guys to see Ooh. it, but it's just the cutest video you've ever seen. And yeah, it was, it I was, was a great really, experience. He's lovely. I was really thinking about making a video so that we, we could stitch it after you post that one of me just like pouting in the corner of like <laughs> missing out and then have somebody be like, Danielle, you better not pout. You better not cry. Yes. <laughs> like, yes. And, oh, my gosh. And so I love I, that. Maybe we'll work on that of me so that way we can stitch that video and we can get like a part two into that because I wasn't there. And oh, that, that yes. way I could be there as like in spirit kind of thing. But just being the pouty, sassy one, just being upset that I didn't get to see Santa J. Claus. <laughs> that is a fantastic idea. Yes. Oh, my God. I would we'll love to see work. that. Okay. Okay, great. <laughs> I love that. I can't wait. Um, so yeah, that was really fun too. And it was also, it was also nice to kind of end. That was an end of my week because unfortunately I got into a car accident last Monday. I saw this. What happened? Yeah. I know. Super bummer. I, um, it was hundred percent not my fault. Um, <sighs> I was going through an intersection in Costa Mesa and a guy decided to run a red light full speed ahead and hit and hit the front of my car. Um, 
And it, again, I was just super shocked. I didn't realize what had happened. It happened so fast. Oh. And um, yeah, there's quite a bit of damage to the front of my car. I'm not going to get it back till August 31st. So yeah. What? I'm over a month without my car and I'm really sad. <laughs> yeah. So are you driving around like a rental through your insurance I, company my rent, or whatnot? Yeah. My rental situation is that's exactly what I'm doing. Driving around a rental. Oh. And so, but it was just, it was just a big bummer and I was so bummed out about because that was my first like kind of major accident where like there's a lot of damage and luckily no injuries at all everything everyone was fine yeah um but you know I I was just sad and I was sad for you know 24 hours and then I finally got a car and I was like okay when am I gonna be able to go to the parks again because you know I just gotta figure all this stuff out and so that was kind of like the end of uh, a tough week for the magical millennial um so meeting Santa (sighs) was definitely a highlight uh of last week oh my goodness yeah i I so it ended up working out in the end but it it did take a little bit of a little bit of uh trials there to get to that point yeah (laughs) yes we needed some extra pixie dust last week oh yes i saw your video of you having to be like so I, I need to go to Disney. I just need to get into the park. I did see that video you posted. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, Megan. I know. And actually, I, I I had a reservation for Monday, and I was planning on going, but I, I couldn't. I couldn't make it. So I, and I got dinged. And you can't cancel those either because of y'all's reservation no. system. No. And we can talk about that for days on end. Oh. I could at least. <laughs> but oh, no. I, I, I know you and a couple other of our friends, they could talk about that for days. I understand yeah. that. Yeah. Like I, you know. It's it's fine. I, I that was my first one in months and months, so oh. it's it, not a big deal. But um, yeah, and I also I actually my renewal period is now. I I have to renew pretty soon here. August oh, yeah. 29th is my last day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, you girl, you better get on that. I'm gonna wait. I got thirty days next year. Uh, yes, I I know I am gonna obviously do the top one. I can't go without my free parking. I just need it. Yeah. So oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Because your, par- your parking is pretty expensive over there, too, right now. $30. $30 per car. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess Every ours is that, too. Is is um, yours 30 now? Our, I haven't I even checked. I think it is. I'm pretty okay. sure. It's like 27 or something ridiculous like that. Oh. It might be 35 for, like, premium or something. Yeah. Yeah, premium. Mm-hmm. And or pr- see, preferred parking is 40 over here, I think. 40 or 45. Oh, okay. I don't know if ours is that expensive. I think it might just be $10 more or something. Oh, okay. gosh. See, but again, I haven't had to pay for parking in so long because it's any, I think it's any level of the annual pass you get free parking for us yep. here at Walt Disney World. So <laughs> Yes, it is. I know sorry, that. <laughs> sorry, Megan. Sorry about that. I, I just, to... like, I, no, no, don't be sorry. I just wish it was like an add-on or something. It used to be an add-on uh, for our right. annual passes like years ago, but now it's just like, nope, here's everything included. Can't add anything on, not even Genie Plus or anything. Just here you go. This is what you get. So I'm hoping there's some like a few changes here and there mm-hmm. to like maybe next year. And I don't think anything's going to happen this year. Everything's pretty much the same. People are starting to renew. So mm-hmm. uh, we'll see. I think you'll have to wait until the next ticketing update and how their system itself works. That's so true. You might yeah. be stuck with this for the next year or two, and then it'll probably get updated again because, again, contracts and stuff are changing. The people that do Disney's technology are also changing right now, so you never know. You really That's never true. know. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Guess we'll we'll wait and see. Speaking of changes and things happening uh, later on down the road, we do have some current Disney news, though. We interrupt our program to bring you this Disney news. Disney news. 
Welcome to our news segment of the day. We have some very pressing news information. This is breaking. Yes. Actually, it's not really breaking. But... It is now spooky season here at Walt Disney World. Yes, it might only be July, but the Christmas decorate or not Christmas. I'm already, see, I'm already jumping. It's into August. Whole it's, season. And it's August. It's August. We are officially in spooky season. August 1st means it's Halloween. Okay? It is. There's no We're debate on Disney anymore. schedule. Well, yep. Megan, I don't know if you saw this, but actually the first pumpkins started arriving to Walt Disney's Magic Kingdom mm-hmm. on July 31st. Yep, Magic with Meg. I saw her video yesterday. She was there to see the pumpkins up. Yep, at Magic Kingdom. It was Kingdom. crazy. Now, not all of not all of the Main Street was decorated just yet. That's going to be coming here in the next couple of days. But at the time that this episode is releasing, uh, it's literally only going to be days away from the first Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween party, which I believe is August eleventh. Here That's at Walt so Disney crazy. World. I am very jealous of you guys, but however, I know that the demographic and the visitors that you get and the guests that you get are different from what we have over here. So it makes sense that exactly. Halloween is starting a bit early. So that's really exciting. Yes, and a lot of new merch has come out for this. I don't know if you guys have already started getting this trickling into your coast, but I really like the Nightmare Before Christmas line. Yes, the new all the Oogie Boogie stuff and Jack Skellington. Oh. We've had a we've had those spirit jerseys for a few weeks now where it's like a heart, Jack and Sally. On it's the cute. Front. I love that one. And I don't usually like Nightmare Before Christmas merch, but I'm like, Same. oh dang. Okay. See you. That's really cute. <laughs> I think last year's Nightmare Before Christmas merch. This is kind of a trend that they and they've started to do here in the past couple of years of like doing at least something Jack and Sally related. Last mm-hmm. year's merchandise had that weird 3D effect, and it was yeah it was okay, but it was not one of my favorites. Same, same. It it did tricks on my eyes that I didn't really like, and right. I was like, do I need 3D glasses to to wear these or to see right. them? Because I I didn't I really I didn't like that the red and the and the blue or the green effects that they were kind of doing it wasn't my favorite either I have to exactly. agree with that so now, I really I like, like the merch this year yes this year it's much more crisp the spirit jersey has that beautiful beautiful like detailing on the back of it with the yeah. uh, actual correct font I think it's the correct night before Christmas font and that's it is something for, that from the, the movie yeah. Mm-hmm. And see that—that's where the Nightmare Before Christmas girlies—they—they're hardcore. Of like a couple years ago, Disney did not do the correct font, and they lost their minds. And I think Disney <laughs> finally listened to them. Is like, okay, they—they they care about their fonting and their their correctness, so they—they they had to step up their game this year. I think they did a good job. Yes, and they—they they listened, so that's that's great. And I I do I am really really enjoying really all the Halloween merch this year. I'm seeing mm-hmm. that we've got some plushies that'll be dropping soon. If not, I. I they might have dropped already in I think World of a Disney. Lot of them, yeah, um, some of the plushies so drop. And actually, pl- oh, the day of this, the day this podcast episode releases is the same day that D- shopdisney.com releases everything: the Hocus Pocus collection, the oh, Mickey wow. and Friends collection, everything Halloween related is going to be releasing on August seventh, the same day that this episode is going live. So if you're listening oh, to this and you okay. need to also, um, while you're listening to us talk, you need to do some online shopping <laughs> for the spooky season. Go ahead and I, go do that. <laughs> I believe in you. You can multitask. Go go on Shop Disney right now and check it out because yeah there's gonna be some cute merch up there oh my gosh i love okay so the one i'm looking at now is the stitch plushie and i love that he's in his full alien self he's got his uh forearms and and the antennas up in a little spider costume because he's a spider that's so cute (laughs) the little legs the little legs he's adorable i think that was a really good idea wow okay and then mickey glows in the dark mini glows in the dark oh so cute 
Love and the whole other collection is very like neon-y themed this year. Like yeah. not neon, but like it has that weird like black base, neon-y coloring. It's 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 not bad. I actually I kind of dig some of the pieces. I know, I know. I saw the haunt, the recent Haunted Mansion spirit jersey. I again was like, mm. I'm not a spirit jersey person. I used to be, and now I've kind of fallen off a little bit. But that one was that looked really good. Right. Okay. Um. But yeah, so yeah, Halloween, super exciting, and that's oh, that's coming up very very soon here. So, our Oogie well, Boogie Bash for you. <laughs> I know, I know. Our Oogie Boogie Bash doesn't start until September 5th, which I will be there that opening night. Very excited. Oh. Um, so yeah, we still got a month until that, but, and I think uh, we'll hold off on some of our more spooky related podcasts until it comes a little bit closer to your season, right? Of uh, maybe as we get closer to September, we can start talking about some more Halloween related countdowns and maybe villain related countdowns. So we'll, we'll get to that eventually too. Don't y'all worry. So stick around until then. Oh yeah, absolutely. Can't wait for that. I know. Um, and then more Disney news, Danielle. It's this mm. is actually really exciting and for such a good cause. Uh, Disney launched a global Create 100 campaign to celebrate creativity and also support Make a Wish, the Make a Wish Foundation, who they've been partnered with for a long time, with a one million dollar donation. And there is yes. now a one of a kind sculpture of Sorcerer Mickey. Uh, and I believe this was. Uh, can you remind me the artist who who did I, this again? Because this is this is crazy. I cannot crazy pronounce looking. his name. I am so mm-hmm. bad with with names. Uh, but basically, this is the he he has passed away. He passed away a couple years ago. Okay. I think it was pre COVID. Um, now oh, Vir- this Virgil. is Virgil. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. And mm-hmm. now his wife has started this like. Because he had multiple different companies. He had multiple little tiny companies. And this company has come together to bring all of his artistic, like, endeavors together. And this is something that his wife is leading using one of his old designs from before he passed away. And now he's not the only artist that's part of this. This is just the first wave that has been released. Disney's going to be donating and also auctioning off some of these original one-of-a-kind pieces from multiple different artists. Um, And it's everything from this sculpture. I believe it's like a custom metal piece uh, inspired by Dr. Facilier also. And Mm -hmm. all of the proceeds from those auctions will also be going to Make-A-Wish. It's just that $1 million donation from Disney. It was kind of the Kickstarter to this. And then all the other creative auctioning pieces will be trickling in afterwards. Right, which is so exciting. They have their global partners included, like Adidas, Pandora, and Coach. So they will all have pieces that will be a part of the celebration. So that's Mm -hmm. really, really cool. Such a good cause. And yeah, very, and very I think, exciting. I think we'll I see that. some more of that trickling in here in the next couple months, especially as we get closer to uh, holiday season and whatnot. I think we're going to see a couple more too. Yes. Yeah. That's really, really mm. cool. Oh, I love it. Now, moving on to some other news that's a little closer to home to you, Megan. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I heard that we have some updated information about y'all's Fantasmic show. And if you if you are newer to uh, the podcast or maybe you're newer to Disney culture or maybe you're a Disney World person like me and you have not kept up to date with the drama that's happening over in Disneyland. Uh, but now it's been a couple months ago now. Um, yeah. Maleficent, the animatronic dragon in their Fantasmic show, uh, she did she did catch fire. Um, yeah. She became a, a barbecue lizard uh, during the show. Yeah. 
And uh, I've heard it's not coming back for a while, right, Megan? No, no, it's it's been so it was obviously a very sad occurrence, uh, an accident that happened in April. I was actually in Florida at the time. Really? And I had woken up to the news and the, all the videos of poor Murphy catching fire and being, you know, just <laughs> basically just burnt to a crisp, <laughs> like very quickly uh, on an accident that happened during uh, Fantasmic in April and super sad. I was so sad for the longest time. I was grieving for Murphy because I love that dragon so much. We had him for so long and, you know, there, there she went up in flames just so from one little spark. And uh, so, yeah, unfortunately, Murphy and the dragon and Fantasmic will not be returning until next year, maybe spring of 2024. And the rumor is that the dragon itself will not even be uh, included in the show once it once it comes up. But yeah, once it is back. So we'll see. Maybe they'll have another element. They'll change the storyline. I'm not sure, but it doesn't look like we are getting a dragon again anytime soon. It was supposed to be Labor Day. Labor Day was the goal that they had. But yeah, it will. The show will not be returning till 2024. Yeah, spring now, 2024. What makes me wonder, or maybe I'm just overthinking this, it, I mean, I don't want to give up hope that they're going to get rid of the Maleficent portion altogether because that is so iconic in the Fantasmic story on both coasts. Like, I mean, we we have a weird stick dragon thing for ours, but um, I hope they keep at least some portion of Maleficent in the show as well. I don't know, maybe by taking this longer time, they'll come up with some conflict resolution instead of it just being like maybe either projection screen of Maleficent and then Mickey like shoots mm-hmm. the water or something like that. I don't know. We'll, we'll just have to wait and see what actually happens. We'll wait and see. Yeah. And and for those of you who are have no idea what I'm referencing when I say Murphy, that was the name of our dragon that we, we named her. It is Maleficent. It's supposed to be Maleficent in the show, but we named her Murphy because she's she was a very cool dragon. She had her little hand around this tower and just was a very, very, you know, cool looking Maleficent she dragon. Was very and impressive, especially very for the impressive. type of stage yeah. that y'all have because yours your show takes place instead of here at Walt Disney World we have an entire amphitheater totally dedicated towards our Fantasmic show which is great I do love our amphitheater I do love that we have seating um, where y'all's Same. happens Jealous. on <laughs> Uh, sorry. Um, but y'all's like, happens on the Rivers of America there on it's yeah. not Tom Sawyer's Island it's something else for you guys. It's Pirate's Lair on Tom Sawyer's Island. I guess it's a combo name now. Okay. But yes, it is essentially Tom Sawyer's Island on that stage that no one really goes to during the day. Mm-hmm. So yes, and we do not have stadium seating. We get to sit on the ground or stand in the back. <laughs> that's our that's our seating situation. But still, we obviously, Fantasmic is such a great show. One of the best that we have at the Disneyland Resort. And yeah, very sad that, you know, it, it not only will... We'll have to wait over a year for it to come back up again, but also that maybe we have a different ending and there won't be a dragon. So we'll, we'll have to wait and see there. There is the rumors, I know Disney was really petitioning this with the local city and whatnot, of them trying to expand the park to that section on the other side of the street or whatnot. Towards the Garden Walk of Anna, a Garden Walk, yes. Mm -hmm. Right. Wouldn't it be cool if they ended up taking that section and actually making a dedicated spot for this show? 
That'd be great. I, I think that'd be awesome. There's so many ideas and things that they could do with that space. Obviously, we're very limited with what we have over mm-hmm. here. It was, we got like a lot of residential neighborhoods and houses around. So to build further back towards the Toy Story lot or towards Garden Walk would be really cool for you know, for amphitheater shows or for another attraction. So that is, it's still, you know, very much in the future, but that was, that is the rumor that they will be able to expand and put more back that way. And again, that's just a rumor, people. We have nothing firm on the books. We probably will not hear any news of this until maybe uh, 2026 uh, at D23. You never know. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. At least. Right. Yeah. But yeah, so that's, and also I just want to say I'm glad that no one was hurt during that incident because it was very scary. There was obviously a very large animatronic on fire, and I'm really glad that no one was injured during that event, and the cast members handled it very well. Yes, they were able to get Mickey and friends off stage very quickly and get them Mm -hmm. to a safe place. Yes, exactly. All right. Well, um, I think that's it for the news, Megan. I got I got one more (laughs) one more more. from Disneyland. Yes, I know. I have one more. And this is something that I think is a bit of a controversial topic at this time because it's uh, it's just something that Disneyland has never really done before. So they are going to be bringing alcoholic drinks to three more sit down locations in Disneyland Park, which is quite unheard of. Now, is is um, it at any of the locations right now? It as it is at Blue Bayou. They added alcoholic beverages to Blue Bayou post pandemic, mm-hmm. and this was a decision. I think it was just made because Blue Bayou is a very that's probably the nicest restaurant that we have in Disneyland Park very outside of Club Thirty Three. Yeah, so they were like, yeah, let's put a let's put the hurricane, let's put some beers and wines as on the menu. That's all they have. They don't have any other cocktails, mm-hmm. so. Um, now they are going to be doing that exact same thing for Cafe Orleans right across the way, Carnation Cafe on Main Street and Riverbell Terrace, which is uh, close to Frontierland, right kind of in the middle of Adventureland and Frontierland. So they'll have small alcoholic menus and yeah, they're, they're bringing more drinks into Disneyland Park, which again, I think would make Walt Disney turn in his grave. <laughs> That was something that he was very, very against when the park opened. Oh, he was and, very against uh, that. Y'all, I don't think y'all understand some of Like, if you're not a history person or a Disneyland buff person, uh, that is one. that was one of Walt Disney's pet peeves is that he hated going to certain other locations, like other parks or like outside venues and whatnot with his girls and seeing uh, parents or especially like dads that were like inebriated and whatnot so he was very anti when he opened up disneyland there it was going to be a dry park nothing was available inside of his park uh which is so interesting now we brought alcohol to magic kingdom now of course it's not available nearly as easily as it is in epcot but it is available in some of our sit-down restaurants like be our guest over at um Inside, but again, only sit down restaurants, just like how it is going to be in Disneyland. Also, we don't have like carts or anything like that, and neither will Disneyland. So I think that's how they're kind of tiptoeing around this. It is that absolutely 100%. You are still not allowed to carry any sort of alcohol around the park in Disneyland. It's only going to be at sit down restaurants. Also, again, a limited menu. I'm sure that the ABV in certain cocktails is going to be very low. And I think there's still a two drink minim- uh, maximum if you go to any of these restaurants. You can't order more than two. So there's that. Um, and I think I think that's going to just alleviate any sort of the um, the rowdy crowds that Walt Disney did not want in his park. I think mm-hmm. that's going to help with that. That was kind of his his terminology. And then, um, but you know, it it's 
It's interesting. I for sure am going to enjoy having a little glass of wine, maybe with my Monte Cristo at Cafe Orleans in the near future. I mean, that sounds. Or it, can that bring? Because <laughs> they have the mint and julep. Can we actually have an alcoholic mint and julep when they will? Mm-hmm. That comes in. I wonder if that's going to be one of the. Main I have reasons. a feeling that will be the drink. Yeah, at Cafe Orleans. Yes, because that's they serve uh, unlimited mint juleps now at. Uh, Non-alcoholic, of course. So I think that'll be the cocktail of choice over there at Cafe Orleans. And then, yeah, so there's there's that news that's going to be um, also a little bit good for the uh, the profits, profit margins oh, and you, <laughs> on food oh, and exactly. drinks. exactly. <laughs> and you know they make all of their money over in the food and beverage department is all through mm-hmm. their alcohol sales. So it's yeah. so interesting to see the business side of everything, too, along with the food and beverage side. So, like, I get it. I, I, I mean, I get it. But it'll be interesting to see later on down the road if, if this changes anybody's opinions or, like, just what happens here in the next, the near future. Right. Right. Exactly. So, yeah, that's that's most of the news from over here on the West Coast. Yep. And I already told you guys a little bit earlier about uh, food and wine over here in Disney World. And y'all, it's again, it's not really news because it's going to be sticking around for a long time. So I say we go ahead and move on into our game. Chris, are you ready? I'm back. Let's play a game. Let's go. All right, Chris. It's not we're not going to get roasted again by our followers for our one star review post, are we? (laughs) No, I think we're going to take a break from the real hard ones. Uh Maybe I proved my point. I don't know. Maybe we'll revisit some hard ones later on, but we're going to take it easy and we're going to do a pretty easy game today. This one's called Diz or Dat. Okay. It runs just like this or that, only we change it because it's punny and we like puns. So, absolutely. (laughs) We're going to be going through some uh, attractions at Walt Disney World, the shared attractions with Disneyland. Because both of you are on different sides of the United States and have different home parks. It'll be interesting to see which ones you prefer. I imagine I have an idea of how it's going to go, but I hope I'm wrong. So, uh, Oh, let's go, Danielle. Oh, yeah. I'm nervous because I don't want... I have so many people that are... Lo- I know, Megan, you you had the same thing, too. Of the, You have our followers that are very loyal to each coast for certain attractions. And I'm yes. afraid I might ruffle some feathers with this one. So we might still get I'm... some more comments on the Instagrams. <laughs> Oh, I cannot wait. I'm so eager. <laughs> All right, let's jump into it. So I'm going to start with the first one. We have Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. <gasps> the hardest one. Whoa. Do you want me to go first with my answer? I think I agree with you, though. D- d- I, now, I don't, don't know. I don't know. Oh, Disneyland's. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. No, I think I Disneyland's <laughs> Big Thunder Mountain Railroad is better than Disney World's. Now, now I got to give you a little bit of argument to this because I know somebody is getting very salty with me and being like, what, what, Danielle, how could you choose that? Okay, no, 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 let me explain. (laughs) Number one, uh, I do love Disney World only because we do have a better representation of the Big Thunder Mountain story going into Society of of Explorers and Adventurers. And again, that's going to be a discussion for another time in another nerd segment. However... Big Thunder Mountain over in Disneyland has gotten some more love because number one, yeah. theirs was built first. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Built first. Their uh, goat, he actually has a stick of dynamite in his mouth. Our goat does not. Yes, correct. Number three, uh, your mine area with a little mine shaft where everything's like falling and whatnot. That oh, yeah. used to be an interactive cue piece where the rocks would actually move in Disney worlds. Yeah. They decided to take yes. that out entirely and it don't work no more. 
<laughs> However, in Disneyland, you guys have projections and it looks like the whole mine is going to explode as you guys are going up there and it has the little explosion effect before you drop off. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, we have none of that over here on our coast. And uh, yours is actually on an island. I Horses? think that's pretty cool. Yeah, you have like a little, well, kind of like an island. Uh, you have a little. I guess it's like a little mountainous, like like hill ish. Yeah, right. I mean, yeah. ours are both kind of on the edge of Rivers of America, but I don't know. I just like the aesthetic of where yours is placed in Frontierland. So I'm gonna have to say it's Big Thunder Mountain for me. Over in gotcha. Disneyland. Over at over at land. Yeah. Okay. I agree with you. I agree. I but by I think by a slimmer margin. I get the Big Thunder Mountain broke the top ten of my favorite Walt Disney World attractions, as we talked about last week. I love the speed of yours. I love that it makes all these turns that I don't know where I'm going because but that's just because I'm used to the the one over here. However, I will say our track is a lot smoother. They've worked on that over the years, yes. And um I do like our goat the goat trick, I think is what makes it for me. I will do it every single time and you feel that effect as you're rounding that turn. And it it makes you laugh. It's so like powerful and you could really feel it. Oh yeah. And yeah, I would have to agree with you with the effects and everything in that last scene with them going up in the mine. Um, Mm. Yeah, I think that one just takes the cake for me. However, if we're bringing Disneyland Paris into this, by the way, um, that Big Thunder wins out of all of them because I had the best time on that one. (laughs) Oh my God. It's like right on the water. Like you're making all these turns on the water. It's on its own island. And uh, that, that was just, that was my favorite. So it goes Paris, land, and then world for me. Just... Oh, goodness. See, now, if they decided to ever update Disney Worlds, and I know somebody in Disney Imagineering follows us on either one of the socials or is listening to this podcast, this is my one big request, is that Big Thunder and Disney World gets some gets some love on the attraction itself, not on the queue line. I'm loving our updates that we got in the queue line a couple years ago in, like, 2014. But we, yeah. the, tri- the ride itself needs some love. I agree. I agree. Yes. Yeah. All right, now that we've ranted about this for a little too long. Yeah, okay, we, we Chris, <laughs> what's the next one? All right, let's do the Buzz Lightyear rides. Oh, we win there, 100%, right? Yeah, well, yes and no. I feel like the oh. way the game itself is set up, though, I even though they are both Buzz Lightyear rides, they are both shooting arcade-style rides, right? Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. scoring system, the point system, how they operate is totally different. Oh, so, I haven't I been know. on your... I haven't been on yours in a long time, so I I don't know. Well, we don't have the different targets, right? So we do mm-hmm. have a max out system. We do not have a scoring system like you do where it can keep going past the max score, right? Okay, okay. And where you guys have the different targets where, like, you have those weird triangle ones that when they glow, if you hit them at the exact moment, then you get, like, triple the points or something like that. Yes, the lit up ones are more points, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. I would say for... A more interactive and harder game, I do think Disneyland's is better. Okay. Oh, all right. Interesting. I just, I think, because your your vehicles don't spin. No, they do spin. Oh, they do spin? Oh, no, sorry, sorry. That, no, your, your vehicles do spin. Your, your, your little lasers, they don't come out of the, out of the holder. They are attached. That's what that they is. Yes. yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we can just wield ours wherever willy-nilly it's attached to a rope or something or a cord. Yeah. So I, I always figured that was the coolest thing about ours is that we have a little bit more freedom to point our lasers wherever oh, we yeah. want. Oh, yeah. And yeah. you guys have way more um, areas to get, like, max points and whatnot. So, yeah, totally, that totally. Too. 
Yeah, I have some friends that have literally, he, I, one of my friends, I think you might know, Pixel Dust Isaiah, Isaiah, oh, yeah. he's amazing. He literally one day wrote, wrote it so many times that he almost took up the entire leaderboard except for two spots at the bottom. Like he has mastered Buzz Lightyear Astro Blasters I, over here. I think again. you had, you went home on this day early, Megan, or I don't know if you were in the park, but I did go on this attraction and I was a car ahead of him on buzz lightyear the Mm -hmm. the man knows what he's doing it is he got he is like super focused and he goes at it and i don't know how he does it i am so i don't know either it's it really is i'm so impressed because i can't get above level four ever i've never done it (laughs) like there there are like nine levels and like i'm stuck at level four all the time so i have to go land on that at the end of the day i think we agree on both of that all right chris what's the next one let's talk about it it's a small world Mm. oh land land hands down it's land i don't even think we have to talk about that that much we have the building itself we have the characters the easter eggs in our each of our countries the winning the winning factor though the christmas overlay and small world holiday yes is amazing and i experienced it for the first time uh what was it already two years ago now over in uh disneyland when i was there visiting y'all um it was amazing and life-changing and i i recorded the entire thing and i was just uh, like jaw dropped and just being like oh my gosh this is beautiful this is the epitome of the holidays and that is why disneyland's it's a small world wins hands down thank you (laughs) I think a lot of people will agree with us, Danielle. Moving on, we're going to jump to Jungle Cruise. Oh. I think Disney oh. World's win this one. I think you do, too. And it's so funny because I so many, I know so many people that are like, no, Lands wins for sure. I'm like, no. I went on Magic Kingdoms recently. It was with, it was with you. No, and I wasn't with you on, this, with on you. this time. But I came in after. No, not that one? Oh, okay, okay. That's right. That's right. Okay. And I love your Jungle Cruise. Like, Do I was you know like, dang, why? this is so cool. Wow. We have a temple. You have a temple. You go in through the, the cave in the temple. I like, that was so cool. We we have nothing like that. So I I say world. I'm a, I'm a world jungle cruise girl. Sorry, Land. I love you. I do. And our it, skippers are amazing. You know, we got the OGs. We got, we got Disneyland's very special. But I think the overall experience of, like, the different scenes and the, the temple scene that is over here at Walt Disney World is not in Disneyland's. It is totally different layout. And I do think it is – it makes a huge difference in the actual ride itself. Yeah. All right. So that's, that's, that's a Magic Kingdom win for me. Easy breezy. Mm-hmm. How about Pirates of the Caribbean? <laughs> land 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 that's i do not even a contest like lands however i don't like drops so even the two additional drops in pirates of the caribbean and disneyland i i have a hard time going on it so i usually do i do like disney worlds a little bit more just because i know what What? i'm getting into but i do think the theming and the storytelling of the of all of pirates of the caribbean in general over in disneyland yes is definitely more superior i i have to agree with that Okay. I, I'm a drop person and I love our two drops that we go down before anything happens. So that's why I like ours better. And I like that we go through Blue Bayou and the whole the whole little the swamp area at first. That is pretty so cool. yours is so short. It's so short. I'm like, oh I it's know. done already? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> what else do we got, Chris? Moving on. 
How about Space Mountain? I I literally knew you were going to say that, and it's Disneyland's hands down. See, I can't give a vote for this because I have not ridden Disneyland's version of it, and I have ridden Disney World's because, again, if if you are new Mm -hmm. to this uh, podcast, I am not a coaster girly. I can do Big Thunder, but I can't do Space. So let Megan, me paint, you let are me the deciding factor. Let me this. paint the picture for you, Danielle. Let me just let me tell you. Okay. So you got two seats instead of one, right? You got two. So you can fit twelve people per car, right? Wow. And the track, so smooth. So smooth. This was uh bef- this was after they first did I forget if it was steel or what other metal they have used, but basically our Matterhorn is the same track as your Space Mountain. And then they were able to put in another type of metal to make our Space Mountain, which made it a lot smoother. And imagine that you're going with the Incredibles music. It sounds like Incredibles music as you're going through space. That's our original Space Mountain. We also have Hyperspace Mountain in which you are going through space and there are TIE fighters and X-Wings shooting at each other. And, you know, you got Akbar on the little mic and it's it's super fun. Um, so we have that theme as well throughout the year. That's usually around May the 4th. And... Up until 2019, we also had Ghost Galaxy. We did have a Halloween theme that was super fun. And I heard that was frightening. It was scary. It was scary. The first time I went on it, I was like, oh my God, they're going to put kids on this ride? Wow. Um, <laughs> but it was it was great. And people love that version of it. So hands down, not even a contest, 100% to 0%, Disneyland wins in the Space Mountain contest. Sorry. Right. I'll I'll have to agree with Megan on this one. Again, I'm not the roller coaster girly, I but I will take her, her word for it. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! Yes. <laughs> All right. And then what is what is our last one, Chris? For the last one, we're talking castles. Let's talk about Sleeping Beauty's oh, castle no. or Cinderella's oh. <laughs> castle. You know we can't decide this. This is one that this is okay. Like there's certain conversations that you don't talk about, right? And this is one of them of like you cannot debate Sleeping Beauty Castle versus Cinderella Castle because if you if you bash Sleeping Beauty's castle, right? You look at it and you're like, why is it so tiny? And then I have to yell at people and be like, no, she's the OG. She is Cinderella Castle's mom. Okay. (laughs) If it was not for her, we would not have our version. Oh gosh. I don't know. And then they're totally they're, they're just different aesthetics. It's yours. Yours yours wins in terms of the look and the the way that it looks at the end of your main street is so like magnificent. It's like just this crazy feeling you get walking in a magic kingdom. So There's yours where out. yours wins. Yeah, it's it's beautiful. The colors are great. Saving Beauty, she's lovely. We love her till the end. Yes. And the and the snack size or the the travel size that she is. <laughs> That's right. Taking a quote from Mushu's book, but and you know you got the picture of Walt walking through it, and it's it's something really special. But in terms of the the look and um, just the way it fits in the park, and I love that you can see it from like different hotels around Magic Kingdom. I love Cinderella's, so I, I'll go Magic Kingdom we, on that one. We do have a restaurant in ours also. We also have the two Cinderella suites are there also. Yeah, um, you can stay in yours. Yeah. Yeah. Not I See, think that would be cool. really cool. That that's the ultimate dream to be able to get up there. But uh right. yeah. So I okay, I will agree. Cinderella's castle might be the OG and disordant. But uh, Sleeping Beauties, we do give acknowledgement to of she is the true OG. Oh, we love her. We love her. We appreciate her. And her daughter is thriving. (laughs) Yes, that's right. 
<laughs> well, I think that was a pretty good dis or dat, Chris. That's a pretty. I love that. Yes, thank you. Can I add one more? Can I? <gasps> Absolutely. Okay, because I really want to talk about our haunted mansions. Um, you can't I, be I doing is... that now. Can I not? I just well, feel like we no, with, with the movie. You can. Girl, have you not seen? Okay, I mean, everybody's been talking about on the Twitter slash X or whatnot, and then the Reddits and whatnot, and how uh, this like everybody. Okay, this is all. This is just additional tea, people. If you did not know any of this, so Walt Disney World is going to be getting our version of the Hatbox Ghost, correct? Yeah, yeah. And everybody is upset of the placement of where Hatbox will be going in the storyline. I just heard about this literally two days ago. And I understand why people are upset. However, with the movie and having seen the movie last weekend, I kind of get it. But I understand why people who really truly love the original Haunted Mansion, I understand why they are upset. So I don't know. Is that going to change the opinion on what which Haunted Mansion is the more superior now? Okay. Now, with that aside, aside, Megan, what do you think is the dis or dad? After an, especially after watching Behind the Attraction on Disney Plus, uh, our Haunted Mansion, hands down, but because of the the building, the history behind it, the uh, the ride, the ride itself, the scenes that it takes you through in the um, the stretching room and everything, the fact that ours actually does move and goes down, um, I think that that's that's pretty cool. And I, I had a lot of fun learning about how like the the history behind it like i thought it was really cool interesting that it stood vacant there for like a decade until they actually were able to build the attraction i know that of course walt's passing had a lot to do with that um the hat box goes i had no idea who he was and i was like why is everyone so up in arms over the hat box goes and now i finally understand oh it was something they really couldn't get done back then and now we have it the technology was just too advanced for him Exactly. Which is so crazy that like, I still don't know how the ballroom scene works, by the way. No idea. I'm like, I'm looking and I'm like, I understand that they're down there. They're below us right now. I get that. How? How do they project them on on the scene right there? And that's the thing is that's literally just mirrors. It is literally just just mirrors mirrors and lighting. Blows and my it mind. Is, Blows my it mind. is so cool. And that's yeah. another that's another tour that I really wish I could get into. And my mother has actually toured the Walt Disney World version of the attraction as a cast mm-hmm. member. And she got you know to it's coming walk back, right? through everything. The yeah. tour? It's coming back to, to land. <gasps> you didn't oh, know that? No, I did not know that. <gasps> oh, it's time to make your way over to the West Coast, Danielle. It's coming when's back it, this when's year. When's it happen? This year or next Halloween. year? Halloween. <gasps> I think this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I th- let me do my research on that, but I believe it is coming back this year. Yes. Oh, girl, the, the you're happy to, hunt. You're going to yeah. do the research for that for me, and then if we do confirm that, we will talk about that in the news portion of the next episode. <laughs> okay, great. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I should have done that before, uh, but yes, we will do that. Yeah, I I will say I will I for my opinion of dis or dat, I I do love Disney World's Haunted Mansion. I love our attic scene. I love some of the storylining and how it progresses through. However, mm-hmm. yours again is the OG. And I really, really love the Nightmare Before Christmas overlay. I got to experience that also. And that was also so magical. That was so cool. And I'm not even a big Haunted Mansion Mansion girly. Or not Haunted Mansion. Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And my mother. My mother also. She does not like Nightmare Before Christmas as like a movie or whatnot. She thinks (laughs) it's a little too creepy. But she, when we were there, she demanded to go on the ride like three times because she was so impressed with it. And we were like, Mm -hmm. really? Yeah, she loved it. She loved it. 
Oh, that's awesome. That's great to hear. I'm, I'm also not a super big Nightmare Before Christmas fan. I never really was growing up, but mm-hmm. I do love the holiday version. Just a little bit, you know, more than the than the original, especially when it comes around for Halloween. I mean, I that gets you in the spirit right there of that ride. So, but thank you, Chris. Sorry, I just wanted to get the Haunted Mansion <laughs> talk out of the way, And I feel too. like we're going to be talking about a lot of these Disneyland attractions here in coming, coming episodes, as well as we break down some of our top uh, tens, maybe for Disneyland here in the not-so-distant yeah. future. And I think we'll be talking about these in a little more detail. I do feel like we kind of ranted a little bit during this game, but that's okay. We had opinions, and we needed to voice them. And I'm sure just, y'all listening, yeah. wherever you're at, you had the same opinions as well. <laughs> yes, yeah. I know, especially the, the hotbox ghost. Okay, Daniel, let me just clarify. It's going to be in the hallway scene, that never-ending hallway? The never-ending hallway. He's going in okay. somewhere over there, and I'm kind of confused where because it's kind of a small space of you have the suit of armor yeah. and you have the chair, and if you move one of those, someone else is going to be losing a head, not just the hatbox ghost. Right, right. So, Okay. <laughs> Guess we'll we'll just find out. Wait and find out, huh? The attraction goes down here in a couple of weeks for refurbishment. I'm using again those air quotes that y'all can't see right now, but I'm it's going down for refurbishment, and we are under the impression that the Hatbox Ghost will be coming in. There will also be some updates to um, our. You guys still have the. Uh, at the end portion, the hitchhiking ghost, right? Yes. Yes. It hasn't been working for a few weeks, but we have it. <laughs> is it the projection version or is it the animatronic version? It's the animatronic version. Well, they 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 do project the animatronic who just like they move their heads like back and forth. That's it. There's no there's no fun thing that they do like yours, which I love. Right. And that part will also be getting an update as well, because our interactive function ever since uh, the Panini kind of wasn't working because it couldn't register faces as well and some other technical issues. Mm. So they will also be getting a little bit of a refresh from my understanding. We'll see if it actually happens. But yes, so some new things to come here in just a couple of weeks, literally only a couple of weeks for Walt Disney World's Haunted Mansion. That's exciting. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, well, speaking I, of speaking of attractions, exactly. <laughs> We've talked a lot about attractions. Let's go back yeah. to the Disney World over towards my coast, though. And I think we need to start wrapping up this uh, top 10. I think we do. We got our one through five today. Let's talk about our top five Walt Disney World attractions. I'll be interested to see if any of our five line up with each other again. I know my top two and three will probably not with you at all. No, but I, uh, definitely not, Danielle. No, definitely not. <laughs> but I do wonder if my uh, five and four might. I, th- I honestly, maybe, maybe. And I'm really excited. And then, Danielle, I understand that I have gone first in the last like three episodes. So I would love for you to go first this time. Of course. But real quick, before we get into that, let's recap our 10 through 6 of our mm-hmm. top Walt Disney World attractions. Um, let's, do you want to just do one at a time? Danielle, I'll go, I'll go 10 through 6 and then... Yeah, you st- you uh, you pop off your 10 through 6. I'll do my 10 through 6 and then I'll jump right into my number 5. How does that sound? Perfect. Let, let's do that. That sounds great. All right, so... My number 10, as I think I said before, is was a big Thunder Mountain Railroad at Magic Kingdom. Then it was Frozen Ever After at Epcot. Rock and Roller Coaster at Disney's Hollywood Studios. Test Track at Epcot was my number seven. And then Kilimanjaro Safaris from Animal Kingdom was my number six. And 
you know, <laughs> again, my top 10, about you? We, my 10 did match up with yours and we did have some others that shared the same similar spaces. So again, my 10 was Big yep. Thunder Mountain Railroad as well. Number nine was Grand Ooh. Fiesta Tour over in Epcot featuring the uh, three caballeros. Uh, number eight yep. was the Tomorrowland Transit Authority People Mover. Number seven was Kilimanjaro Safaris. <laughs> and number yep. six was American, the American Adventure over in the American Pavilion of Epcot. So, you know, I do have a little more shows peppered in there because, again, attractions span multiple different definitions besides just like a roller coaster or a ride. It also features some of our shows. Uh, yep. And you know what? Number five, I think you might agree with this, Megan. I am, I am interested to see if you do. Okay. It is going to be Avatar Flight of Passage. Stop. That's my number five, too. Is it really? <laughs> yeah, I, love, yeah, it I love how a lot of our uh, our Animal Kingdom rides, they kind of are syncing up very close to each other. But yes, Avatar Flight of Passage is is my number five. It is... I'm not a roller coaster girly. I can definitely do 3D simulation rides and whatnot. So I, I do love this. This is one of my more thrilling attractions I end up going on. Yay! Oh, that makes me so happy. It's one of those rides where you just get this feeling of like pure happiness and like yes. that for me, I it's it has this hold a special place in my heart now because let me tell you, I have been there are times that I've been in Walt Disney World where I was not like feeling great, like just mentally and I was exhausted and every time I go on that ride, I get this feeling that just like everything's going to be okay. Like <laughs> that is the ride that does that for flying me. with the banshees and whatnot, and you're just enjoying. Yes. And it's now, the music and the and the smells oh, and everything. Yes. I just uh, like great job, great job Disney on that one because I hundred percent agree that it is a top five ride in the entire resort. Now, um, Megan, I don't, I, I didn't realize how long this attraction's already been open. This attraction opened up in 2017. Can you believe wow. that? That's I feel crazy. like it was only yesterday. Now, I know, for, I know. For me, personally, I don't know. There was a time where this attraction was so popular, right? The wait lines and the queues were so long that, of course, people were, like, passing out in the queue line. Um, people were oh, yeah. using the yeah. restroom, making a number two in the queue line and stuff like that. And ridiculous, ridiculous stories <gasps> and lore that only the opening team cast can tell you. And it is shocking oh my god shocking this attraction <laughs> but i had no it, idea about that <laughs> oh that's oh that's a whole nother conversation but this attraction was so popular at the time that the cast members were kind of blocked out we couldn't even get into animal kingdom for a hot minute and i oh, yeah. didn't go on this attraction for almost a year after it opened because i refused to wait in the two to three hour queues that were like on a daily occurrence so the yeah. first time i rode this was we actually had a hurricane coming into town and oh. everybody canceled their trips or they ended up leaving but usually the park depending on how the hurricane hits land the parks are still open like the day before this hurricane was arriving so nobody was in the park and this was the one time that uh we me and the siblings and mom we were we looked at each other and we're like this is our chance. We have to go. And this was the one chance we were able to go in because it was a hurricane. Nobody was there. We waited for like 40 minutes. And that oh, was that my so first nice. time riding that attraction was because a hurricane was coming on through. And that was very, very funny. 
That is that's great, and that's uh, that's so Florida. I love it. Like it's so on brand, <laughs> so Florida. Wait till the hurricane's about to land, people, and then we go to work, and then we go to the parks. Yeah, that's literally how locals <laughs> no do it. We're just like we wait until everybody is leaving town, or they're deciding to. If depending on the trajectory of it, everybody's leaving the parks, and nobody makes reservation. That's the time where we jump in, and it becomes a Florida local party. That is our hurricane party. Is pre gaming over in the in the parks. That is hilarious. I love it so much. Oh my gosh. Well, that, yeah, I'm so, that is so funny that it is both our number fives. And I had, I had this weird feeling that it might be, especially when you said like, we might have some four or five, you know, similar, similar picks. Yeah. Yeah. So that was, oh, I love that. That is great. Well, okay. We get knocked out number five pretty easily there. Um, Did you have anything else you wanted to add about why it's your number five or you just love the aesthetic and the smells and how happy it makes you feel? Just exactly. Yeah, that's exactly right. The exact same thing uh, that you said. And uh, I I actually was lucky enough to go on it during its first year, I guess, in 2017. I totally forgot that it opened that year. And I went in October around my birthday. Um, And so we were able to do it. We we rope dropped it, did it first thing in the morning, still ended up waiting, I think, about an hour. But um, it was pretty, pretty life changing because we have nothing, nothing like that over in over at land or in dca so i mean that show building is huge you literally do not have room for it over in no 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 no. disneyland no yeah if if you look at like the back of pandora and see that kind of back there i'm like that's that's way too much space (laughs) um but just yeah and overall pandora is just an amazing part of animal kingdom so uh yeah definitely definitely deserves a top five spot for me well now my number four is kind of shocking because i keep talking about how i'm not a roller coaster girly right and i don't i don't do roller coasters yeah however my number four is slinky dog dash over in hollywood studios i don't love that i love that it almost cracked my top 10 did it really Mm -hmm. see again i'm not a coaster girly but it does have a little bit of a dropping sensation but it's not overwhelming it's more of the fast turns Mm -hmm. and i don't know it's the way the ride vehicle is elevated off of the track and that's why i do enjoy it so much but the reasoning why this actually jumps so far down in my top like five is because of the safety spiel before you get on the attraction slinky dog's voice in spanish i think is the funniest fabulous thing (laughs) in the entire world and it just hit hearing him say with his little his little slinky dog voice and i just think that is the funniest thing ever and i just love i if i get stuck in a queue line i just want to be in that preload zone of just hearing him speak spanish over and over and over again that is great and i uh, that's similar to i think um larry the cable guy who voices mater from cars speaking spanish (laughs) yeah speaking spanish over at mater's junkyard jamboree it was just one of my favorite parts of that attraction as well so i totally get that and i love it that's your number four because slinky dog is so much fun again something that we really don't we don't have nothing like that i mean it's kind of gadgets go coaster is like uh maybe an eighth an eighth of that attraction yeah um but oh yeah, I'm, I'm glad there's a little there's a coaster in your top five. Look at you. And the theming <laughs> and queue are just so fantastic, and the really storylining cool. of all of Toy Story Land in general. I'm not even a big Pixar Toy Story girly. I will say Toy Story mm-hmm. is not one of my top franchises in Pixar, but I do love Toy Story Land. Yeah, they did a really good job over there. I also love uh, Squeaky. Is it Squeaky at the end with, yes. with the microphones? 
And he's yeah. singing You Got a Friend in Me and his little animatronic is so cute. Him just like it's waddling so back and cute. forth. It's so it. cute. It's perfect. Yeah. Oh, yay. Oh, that's so exciting. Okay. Now, Megan, what about you for your number four? Well, I Danielle, I got to say, I had to up the ante with your number four choice because I also did choose a coaster, but it is nothing like Slinky Dog Dash. Mine is still in Animal Kingdom over at Expedition Everest. That is my number four. And I should not be surprised by your choice. <laughs> I was going <laughs> to gonna say you're you're about to see the the um the thrill seeker megan in this in this list here uh yeah so expedition everest is something that i have to do every single time i am at animal kingdom it's 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 a must mm-hmm. um i just love both the front and the back of the train is super fun in its own way i absolutely love going backwards the way it picks up speed down that really really dark part going backwards too makes me just scream at the top of my lungs every time and i love it And then the drop also gets me every time because I don't realize how steep it is, but it's a great drop after you start going forwards again, again, and then I do wish the Yeti was still working. I really do, but that's been years now. So, um, the strobe light will have to do, but, um, seeing that Yeti kind of, you know, like hang down and put his arm little down there. Yeah. As, as you're getting towards the end of the ride is super fun. So I'm a coaster girly and Expedition Everest is a great coaster. It is. I mean, I don't, I love the queue line and I love the chicken exit. I know we're exactly where to wait for my party, but I I do not, I do not like that ride. (laughs) I totally understand. I took my friend Jackie on that ride. I think it was her first time um, for her pre-bachelorette party in 2021. And she, I don't think she liked it very much. I think she... I want to say that she like was really scared of it at first. I did not know. No, I didn't tell her that. You're so (laughs) bad. (laughs) So mean. (laughs) Because she doesn't like drop rides for sure. Like she never liked Tower of Terror. But I thought, did she not were see fine. the giant drop out of the mountain in the front of the retraction? No, she she saw that. She saw that. But like coasters, like with Incredicoaster over here, she's fine with that one. So I thought, oh, this will be fine. I also hadn't been on it in years because of COVID, right? So I, I kind of forgot about certain parts, and I was like, oh no, Jackie, I'm so sorry. That's so. <laughs> she funny. was. So she then ended she up looks being at fun. you afterwards, and she's like, you traumatized me. <laughs> like I am. I never want to do that again. I was like, okay, so sorry. Aww. Poor thing. I know. I felt bad, but yeah, it's it's one of my favorites. Hence, why it is in uh, the fourth spot for me. But well, all right. I think so moving on though to number, number three. three. What did you? What do you have, Danielle? Well, you ain't gonna pick it. I'm gonna tell you that straight off. You're not gonna like Uh-oh. this option at all. Oh, um, let's go. Oh, wait, I, I, know, I know what it, it is. I know I, what it is. I, I talk about it quite regularly. You know, you know what it I know, is. I to all my followers, you know what it is. It is. Country Bear Jamboree. Oh, oh, <laughs> I love me some Country Bears. The opening original day attraction from 1971, uh, featuring a little bit of Americal and uh, all the. Uh, oh, what what else does he say? Oh gosh, I get so excited. Oh, do not do not ask me. I, <laughs> I no idea. No, but I I love country bears so much to the point where i've gotten pretty good at timing when the last show of the day is here recently and i i mean i do it entirely by accident when i'm in magic kingdom but i'll usually go in i see the last show and i i have to make sure i'm seated away from other people and i'm off to the side because i am literally singing along with every single song and every single lyric uh because i love this show so much 
Honestly, though, good for you. I love that about you. I Because for me, Country Bear Jamboree, the last time I saw it, I have never, ever seen it at Magic Kingdom. I just don't Next spend time the time to here, go see it. I will be I, bringing yeah. you. Honestly, though, let's do it because I would love to go see it again. I haven't seen it since it was over here in Disneyland. I mm-hmm. honestly couldn't even tell you the year that they changed it to Winnie the Pooh. Uh, maybe 2003 or four, somewhere around Something there. Something like that. I used to know those dates off the top of my head, but I cannot remember them yeah. right now. It was it was early on and in the two thousands um, and I but I did see it I did see it over here I remember the um, the heads the the moose and the um, buffalo Max, and the bison Buff and Melvin. thank you yes the ones that are still on the back of the heffalump scene in Winnie the Pooh um, and I vaguely remember the bear swinging on that flower swing um, <gasps> swinging teddy bear yes yes last of the Lo- big time swingers. Oh, she's fantastic. She's iconic. I really want to make her outfit as like a, a Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween outfit. Maybe one. <gasps> you should. You would uh, be amazing. Oh, I would um, love that. But wearing a fur suit down here in Florida is probably not the smartest thing. So I'm going to have to come up with like a Disney bound version of it. <laughs> true, 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 true. Yeah. So definitely not in September or even October. Yeah, I can. Exactly. I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, OK, we'll love that. And I knew that was going to end up in your list somewhere. So there it is at number three. Love it. Okay. Yeah, what, what is your number three? <laughs> Obvious uh, Miss Attractions, uh, Thrill Seeker Girly. Which one is going to be for you? Yes. Yes. So starting off the top three for me is another attraction in Magic Kingdom. It is actually a little bit higher on your list, Danielle. And that is a Tomorrowland Transit Authority People Mover. Yes. And yeah, I I love this red so much. I wanted to do it so bad when we first went for our visit in 2021 and with my mom actually so this was two months before Disneyland had reopened mm. and unfortunately people mover had not reopened uh, since the pandemic so I was super bummed that we didn't get to do it but we finally did it actually the first time um, during the dopey challenge last year in 2022 oh. and I had just been so excited to ride it and it, it was everything that I hoped it would be um, because I do not remember apparently I did go on the people mover when I was a baby in Disneyland before it closed in the it's 90s. Like you remember it. Or maybe it I was never, so relaxing you fell that. asleep no. on it. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, no, no. That's And I do remember the rocket rods, though. That's for sure. I remember those um, later in the 90s. But, uh, yeah, People Mover is something that I really, really wish we could still have at land or put back. And, of course, I don't think that's ever going to happen. Um, so I'm really happy that it's still at Magic Kingdom. And I love the length of it. It's a super long ride. It's super nice to relax. It's always shaded. And um, going through Space Mountain and the little like um, Epcot or the pre-Epcot setup that they have, a little display, super cool, uh, the model. Yeah, yeah. And also seeing the castle. That's why I like it at night. Seeing the castle lit up is really, really special, too. So, yeah, that's why it It is is. at uh, number three for me. It is so relaxing and a fantastic attraction. So, yes, I'm happy this made it onto your top five, though, Megan. I'm shocked by that one. I thought you were going to pick another (laughs) roller coaster for that spot. Oh, oh, we saved those for top two. Don't you worry, Danielle. Get ready. (laughs) Well, then I guess I should go ahead and jump into my top two, which, again, I don't think anybody's going to be surprised by. But it's over at Hollywood Studios. It is Muppet Vision 3D. Oh, Oh, love yes. that attraction. Have you you have seen Muppet Vision when you were here last, right? I know I haven't seen it in Hollywood Studios. I only saw it when it was at DCA. I know. I think it was the I exact know. same though. It's the exact same show. Exact same show. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. And we still have portions of Muppet Courtyard and whatnot. Uh the whole mm-hmm. I am obviously a Muppet stan. I am a Muppet girly. Um yep. and 
I really, really love this attraction. The history behind this attraction is amazing and how it was one of Jim Henson's last production, last productions before he passed away and the historical context in it. And yes, Jim Henson's voice is used for Kermit. And this is one of the last recordings he did uh, before his passing. So it's Jim Henson's still living on inside the park, which I think is so cool because of that. That is really cool. I, I honestly did not know that. That's really special. Wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What a what a guy. Mm-hmm. And there's so many other like references and history pieces in the entire Muppet Courtyard that I'm, I'm going to have to do a full full length video on and talk about in more detail, maybe even a, in a totally different episode. We'll have to talk about that more. I'm, I'm down because I would love to learn more about the Muppets. I have only seen quite just a little bit of the movies and I, I do love Muppet Vision 3D. I don't understand why it gets so much hate from like different people, but it's because I of Waldo, the here. spirit of 3D. That's really what it is. Oh, OK. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That little guy. Yeah, we talked. He was in the game mentioned from the last episode. And I, I yes. said exactly. That's that's the reasoning why. But he is he has been featured on more merchandise here recently at Hollywood Studios. Oh, okay. And I'm kind of shocked. I'm kind of shocked. So I'm not well, complaining. I'll take it. I'll he's take it. he's getting some representation. We love it. Love to see it. All yes. right. Now, what about what about you, Megan? What's your number two then? Well, my my number two is also at Disney's Hollywood Studios. Now, there's two options. Well, if you remember, Rock and Roller Coaster was my number eight. So my number two is right next door, and it's Tower of Terror. I honestly. But before, uh, like re- up until recently, this would have been my number one. But Tower of Terror is a ride where I feel the most adrenaline out of any other ride in Walt Disney World. I love the fact that it can scare the bejesus out of me still to this day and just give you that adrenaline rush with the drops and the way that that elevator moves from one elevator shaft to the next is the most insane thing to me and I absolutely love it and I love moving through the creepiness of the Twilight Zone. That's right and because our attraction moves and actually has an like not an omni mover portion but it, it moves through the attraction locks in and then it drops where Disneyland's version didn't do that. Yes. Correct, correct. We are our attraction, yours so um automatically when you enter the elevator, it automatically moves up, right? Ours um would shift backwards, and this is what obviously Guardian still does. It does a little shift backwards into the shaft and then it goes up and down. Um, but yours does a full like curved track and then goes into another um elevator shaft where then you would do your drops and everything. So uh yeah and i just i love the queue everything is really well done wow. um so yeah and i, I, I honestly i do miss our tower yeah the queue's cool i do miss our tower i love that we have guardians uh but your tower of terror for me wins out every single time i think it's just one of the best thrill-seeking attractions um like it, obviously in in walt disney world but maybe in florida for me <laughs> So. Wow. And I, I know there's going to be some listeners, too, that totally agree with you on that list, yeah. on, on that yeah. placement and whatnot. And I do. I, I That's another attraction. I love the theming. I love the queue mm-hmm. line. I love the chicken mm-hmm. exit, but I will not ride the actual <laughs> ride itself. I watched videos. I understand. But I, I the dropping sensations. Nah, not at all. <laughs> And that's, that'll get you because they are, they are randomized too. So you never know what you're going to get every time. And that was another difference between our Tower of Terrors is that ours was completely automated and it was the same thing every time. It's not anymore. Guardians has a whole new system, but um, yours has always been random, which I love. So 
it's different every time. Yeah. So there's number uh, well, two. All right. That it's good time. job, Megan. I think, you know, again, y'all, before we before we give our number one, and I think I nobody's gonna be surprised by mine. I'm I might be surprised by Megan's. But before we go any further, y'all don't forget to again like, review, comment. Uh do you agree with our top ten? Do you not agree with our top ten? Don't forget to also check out our Patreon where we're gonna be posting an uncut version of this episode and some bonus episodes expanding our top list, talking about maybe our uh eleven through fifteen attractions that barely barely made it onto this list. We'll be talking about those in a little more detail over on the patreon so definitely go check those out and go go follow us on what what are our ads again megan i i i know them i do know them oh disney countdown show on instagram tiktok in threads and at pod disney on twitter slash x now <laughs> goodness and again we ranted about that earlier but yes so definitely make sure to go interact with us you can go follow me the dapper danielle on all the socials or megan the magical millennial on all her socials as well and last but not least our number one picks for favorite walt disney world attractions are well for me personally it's gonna be mickey and minnie's runaway railway wow oh my gosh okay you know i was really I debating it. on if this was going to get the number one spot because of course again i'm a muppet stan i am a country bear stan however recently i do think out of the three like if i went into hollywood studios and i had to pick between going and seeing muppets or going and riding Minnie at mickey's runaway railway i'm gonna have to pick runaway railway hands down every single time now I, I won't ride that. it if mm -hmm. the queue line is like over 60 minutes because I'm just picky yeah. like that. But mm -hmm. I love this attraction and I love the references to Mickey Mouse. I do really enjoy the new animation of Mickey and Minnie and their regular cartoons also. And I like the placement of it in the uh, Chinese theater. Now, I, I was a great movie stand. I will always love great movie ride. But I do think this was a fantastic addition to the park, and it is one of my favorites. I love it too. I think it's a great, a great addition to Hollywood Studios. I love when it was. I love when it was changed. I big Runaway Railway fan myself. And have you been on it over in Toontown yet? I have not, and I am so excited. That's one of the main reasons why I'm trying to get over there sooner than later because I need to experience the Disneyland difference and the theming of El Capitoon and how some of our scenes are different. Uh, I'm yeah. I'm really excited to get over there to be able to try it out. I when you get over here, I would love to like go with you and see your reaction to our queue because I think you're really gonna oh, love it. Absolutely, um, and I need people to help me point out yeah. all the little hidden Mickey references and whatnot. I'll, I'll probably recognize a lot of them, but if there's something I miss, I need somebody oh, yeah. to point it out to me. Yay! Okay, well I'll be there. Count me okay. in for that Sounds next like a trip. <laughs> Yay! Um, okay, so my number one is probably going to be a surprise to absolutely no one <laughs> is guardians of the galaxy cosmic rewind at, at epcot i kind of had a feeling that's the one you were gonna pick because that was your <laughs> you had the biggest reaction off of this ride also when you exited you loved this attraction it blew me away really it was it's unlike any coaster i've ever been on and the theming is wonderful the way that the track moves itself, it's fast. It's like, it, it doesn't really get me too sick with the motion sickness, with the spinning, because it's purposeful. Yeah. 
they've turned it down. Yes. And it's also, it's purposeful. So wherever you are moving to, wherever you're spinning is supposed to be where you're looking. So it's not like this like random thing that spins just, you know, on its own. Mm -hmm. Um, And also of course the songs, I'm a big tears for fears gal myself. So when everybody wants to rule the world came on, I lost my mind and I was like, yes, this is, this is my jam. Um, I know it's not everybody's favorite for their, you know, their song on Cosmic Rewind, but that's my favorite. And then you got September and you got Iran by Flock of Seagulls. And it's just, ah, I love that ride so much. And it's still, it's a must do at Epcot from now on. So hence why is that my number one? I have been on this attraction, surprisingly enough, and I and yes, I, you have. I can do it if I am hyped up and I have people that are kind of peer pressuring me to go do it. I can ride this ride. Will my leg be twitching afterwards? Absolutely. But uh, it doesn't have any crazy dropping sensations. I think that's why I can do this ride because it is mostly fast turns and whatnot, and it, it's very overly stimulating. So when I went on this for the first time, oh my gosh, what was my first song that I got? It was... Um, I think it was Everybody Wants to Rule the World. Did you get that one first time? Nice. Or it was one of them. And so I would be screaming bloody murder at the top of my lungs. <laughs> and then all of a sudden the one lyric came on and I would just scream the lyric totally out of pitch and my voice like uh, fluctuating and whatnot. And oh, it was bad. Um, but I oh think the gosh, people behind me had written it a couple times. And so they were just cackling, laughing at me because when I <laughs> scream also, and I am in like true terror and true fear, I start sounding like R2D2. So it's just a that's me going around <laughs> on the ride and it's so bad but that um, was really good too oh my god oh, but that's genuinely it. how i sound and it's so bad <laughs> that's so funny but see that it, it that ride even you know, can get you to go on it <laughs> so. I, yes because it is that good and now i did ride it the reason why i first wrote it was because the christmas overlay song that did come in oh and that's right Oh, I hate the Christmas overlay song. I was no so one, hopeful. No one liked it. Nobody yeah. liked it. You had the opportunity to pick out some fantastic Christmas songs from the 70s and like early 80s. And you yeah. missed the mark and you came up with your own version. It was called Run Run Rocket. And I think they might be bringing it back this year. But I heard, I really hope they hear the complaints of enough people that they do. They change it up and they do maybe add like a two or three song difference in there because it would be fantastic to hear uh santa claus is coming to town by the jackson five yeah or um even felice navidad totally yeah. fits into the timeline so but That'd you know cool. maybe they'll listen to us maybe they won't you never know i i sure hope so because i know a lot of people did like were a little underwhelmed by that one last year and so i hope they i hope they do bring out some classic christmas songs because that'd be really cool i um if there's any news or any updates we'll be the first to tell y'all as soon as we find out here on the disney countdown podcast (laughs) yes yes and i do want to say that i still have not gotten one song. i did that ride nine times during a d23 preview last year i did nine times in one day with a a large group of friends it was so much fun we had a blast and we survived yes we took we took a break after ride number five i believe it was we had to because everyone, everyone was kind of spinning at that point oh um but uh, the one song i have not gotten ever is um disco inferno so oh that was the song it was disco inferno oh, it wasn't rule oh, the world okay. was my first song was disco inferno so with my the point where i started screaming my head off would be burn baby burn disco inferno and i just start keep <laughs> screaming the entire time so that was the only lyric that i would scream at the top of my lungs was that thank you for reminding I me i can Megan. see that you're welcome so you're welcome i've, I've so gotten that song you have not yet <laughs> 
Yes, that's that's hilarious. Wow, that was your first song, and I still have not gotten that one. Love it. That's pretty funny. <laughs> that's pretty funny. So yeah, there's our there's our top ten, Danielle. I love both of our lists. That's you know awesome. what, y'all? I think you're gonna have to listen to this episode. Send me or Megan a DM. Let us know if you agree with this list, or leave a comment on the Disney Countdown pages on the Patreon, wherever, or even when you're writing your review or you're making a comment on wherever you're listening to this podcast. Let us know. Do you agree with these choices? Are you a thrill seeker like Megan is, or maybe you're a country bear stand like I am, and you just really love some of these attractions? Let us know. Um, and yes, uh, don't forget to go ahead and follow us along on the Patreon too uh, to hear those uncut episodes, to hear the exclusive episodes again of our 11 through 15, the things that barely made it onto the list. And I think you might agree with some of these, uh, or maybe maybe not. So you never know. So definitely go Let check those know. out too. Yes, yes, absolutely. If you're a thrill seeker like me, or you love your shows like the Dapper Danielle, mm-hmm. would love to hear it. <laughs> well, thank you all so much for joining us again on this podcast. And I this was great. So I was able to talk about a lot of these attractions. And I'm excited to decide, you know what, I don't think we're going to let them know what the next episode theme is. I think we're going to leave them in suspense. How does We'll that leave you in suspense. Yes, it'll be a fun surprise. It will Definitely. be a fun surprise. So that way yeah. you guys have to come back next time to hear what our next countdown is going to be. It'll probably still be uh, parks related, but you never know. Mm-hmm. So, or let us know what you think the next episode should be. What other topics you want us to talk about here in the upcoming episodes. Let us know that too. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We love suggestions as well. Comment away. Yeah. Well, Miss Megan, is there anything else that you would like to add in before we go ahead and sign off for today? Honestly, just I had so much fun creating this list and of course cannot wait to hear what everybody else thinks. But it's been it's been fun, Danielle, for this list and now we're we're on to the next. It's always a pleasure hanging out with you today, Miss Megan. (laughs) Absolutely. Yes, yes. And thank you to everybody, if you, wherever you're listening to, thanks for letting us be a part of your day and hanging out with y'all. And I think until next time. Have a magical day. And night, night, sleep tight, dream of churros tonight. Woohoo, another one in the books. Good job, fam. <laughs> hey. <laughs>